Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and in innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Beam Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, a place where we try to help all of you out there to do something that you enjoy doing and get paid. I'm your host tonight, and we have a real surprise for you tonight. I am addressing a specific topic tonight, so I want you to stay tuned. However, but for those of you new to the show, not familiar with the show, we have a, have a couple of clips that we're going to play for you so you kind of get an idea as to what, what this employment opportunity is all about. I'm here tonight with my trusty engineer, Mr. Tommy. Mr. Tommy, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, Gene. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Tommy's the guy that makes me look good and keeps an eye on me to make sure I stay on time and on track. But anyway, Tommy, if you got that little clip, go let it let it go so people can get an idea as to what we're doing. This is the only show in America that I'm aware of that represents all of you who work out there. So if you work, I want you to know that I know that you exist. And that includes your people that are unemployed, the professionals, the teenagers, the school dropouts, the minorities, the veterans, the ex-offenders, the seniors, the gay people and the gay population, those that are bisexual, transsexual, whether they want to be a boy or a girl, or plus the immigrants and the Native Americans. If you work in this country, I want you to know that you make up our I work for us, and I salute all of you. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. 
However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. And so now you know what this show is all about. And again, if you choose to give me a call, the number is 727-441-3000. I will give you 30 seconds to tell the world what it is that you'd like to do. You, if you choose to send me an email, my email is theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And you can hear us on the Tan Talk Radio Network, which is T-A-N-T-A-L-K-1340.com. We're on five stations in the greater Tampa Bay area, and you can pick us up there. And also, you can watch me to do the show. We are live on YouTube, and you can look, you can look at past shows simply by going out to YouTube and typing in Opportunity Hour. And we also have a podcast. And you can hear the various titles and, and talks that we had on shows simply by going out to our podcast site, which is Internet Radio Pros forward slash Opportunity Hour. That's internetradiopros.com forward slash Opportunity Hour, all one word. And you can hear our past shows. Anyway, I suggest that you... Do that, but I also suggest that you watch me to do the show. You can see me right now. You can see me live on the show right now. And I got a clip that I'm going to play for you before I tell you about seeing me live. It is a clip by our president back when he was running for president. And it's a very short clip, but I want you to hear the clip before I tell you a little bit about why I want you to watch me to do the show. Donald okay. Trump facing new criticism last night in South Carolina. He appeared to mock a reporter with a disability. Written by a nice reporter. Now the poor guy, you got to see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. He's going like, I don't remember. I thought, oh, maybe that's what I said. As you can see right there, he suffers from a chronic condition that impairs movement of his arms. A Times spokesman says they find it outrageous that Trump would ridicule the man's appearance. Okay, I played that comp. Play that little clip because I suggested that you watch me to do the show. The reason I want you to watch me to do the show because some of you are being told by your counselors, your educators, your HR personnel, especially you experienced workers who put in your time and years of creating work for this country and others around. Some of you are being told don't put certain information on your resume because it's going to date your age. I want you to know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, we see your back side. We see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. Now, I'm not sure whether President Trump mentioned that because of ignorance or intelligence or because he was ridiculing the man. I don't know. But many of you out there, you act as though we don't see you. I call it genius because he brought out something that for many of you, you kind of hide out. You're afraid to let people know you really see them and you mock them behind their back or something. Okay, He brought it out. 
because we see you all the time. We see all of you. The only thing that we don't know is what's going to come out of your mouth. And so I wanted to play that clip because tonight I have some alternatives to finding employment, which is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about networking tonight and the benefits of networking. The reason I'm going to talk about networking tonight is because, according to the Bloomberg report, there are lots of job fairs going on out there. And just for you listeners, there are lots of layoffs going on. And obviously, if you keep hearing these reports about we've created so many jobs so soon, something's not being told correctly because there's an awful lot of layoffs going on while so many jobs are being created. And so I want you to just think about that, but I want you to want, want to know the real thing. They say they cannot, the employers cannot find qualified people. And I believe I know why, and I'm going to share that with you once we come back from the break. I know why they can't find qualified people, and I'm going to talk about it on the air. In order to help them to find the qualified people, and I'm going to suggest one thing, and that is the benefits of networking. But it's time that we hear a word from our sponsors, so I won't go any further. But anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Stay tuned because we're going to tell you how to get those enjoyable jobs without filling out an application. We'll be right back. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for You. Need a website? Web Dynamics for You are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com, or call them at 1 866 530 2135. Again, the website is www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. Hi, this is Gene Hodge. We have great news for you. We have the opportunity to promote the Employment Opportunity Hour and the Entrepreneur Opportunity Hour with support from you. If you have a business, a product or service that you would like to reach a greater market to increase your sales, visibility, and profits, we can help you to do that by reaching over 3 million people in the Tampa Bay market. If you have a need for a larger market, WTAN and the show can promote you on the West Coast and the Los Angeles market, reaching about 20 million people. If that's an interest to you, send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Or call WTAN and just ask for Gene Hodge. They will connect you to me. We look forward to helping to promote your business so that you can increase your sales, profit, and visibility. We can do that by you offering contests, by offering special promotions, by giveaways. And these are some of the ways that we can help you to attract the people that you're looking for. Again, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars for the greater Tampa Bay area. 
to reserve your seat, call 888-293-4802. That's 888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Living in America, right here, where they say you can do what you want to do, be who you want to be. Some of that I believe. I don't believe all of it, but some of that I believe. But you're here. And in America, they say you can do this. What I want to do is help you all out there to find something that you enjoy doing and get paid. And so I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm going to give you some solutions. Tonight, I'm going to talk about networking. But the benefits of networking, I'm going to go over over five areas. I'm going to tell you what they are. I'll tell you what networking is, because I think many of you misunderstand what this word means. I'm also going to tell you about how do you start networking, how to recognize your own network, how to get people to remember you, and some don't do's in terms of networking. Just so that you don't make the same mistakes. However, but the reason for the networking is because, like I said before the break, the employers say they can't find qualified people. And I said, I believe I know why. I got a poem I'm going to play for you. It's a poem I created several years ago. I think it has relevance to today. But it might give you some... I. Some ideas in terms of why I'm suggesting networking is the way to find what you want. Anyway, if you got that clip, let it go. Okay, this one is titled, Robots, What a Life, written November 4th, 1982. Robots, What a Life. Just a few years ago, for most human beings, we never thought there'd be a so-called thinking machine. Machines that ran thoughtlessly all day and sometimes at night, Humans powered and controlled them because they had that right. Assembly lines flourished. The economy grew at a fantastic rate. The machines were extremely fast. They seldom made a mistake. Humans turned them on, decided when they ran. Then came the new machine that began replacing this man. It's called a robot, a machine with many wires. It's faster and makes decisions, but it too never tires. Robots dominated jobs previously done by human beings. We humans were no match for these precision-oriented machines. They're programmed to think and make decisions for you with speed and accuracy, which no human can do. Some well-programmed, they seem free to roam. Now from the assembly line, robots have come into our home. Yes, their creators have programmed them to cook and clean the house, yet they don't get tired or complain like a spouse. Now you can buy robots, and that's not a rumor. Programmed with temperance personalities, even a sense of humor. You can bring them home in specialized human forms with incredible features and almost all human norms. They exhibit warmth and grace. Some perform sexual acts. Fascinating machine, but these are just some of the facts. The natural companions that react to your command. We no longer need partners as previously thought by man. Future say by the year 2000, we'll be marrying them. Having a living robot will be everyone's favorite gem. They'll replace us humans. Our race will begin to die. Technology and bionics seem to prove how and why. We now have artificial blood that carries oxygen, artificial limbs and veins, already a natural trend. Artificial skin that looks and feels like our own, that's the reason for robots, as futurists have predicted and shown. You won't know a robot from a human being 
except for its efficiency and perfection like the original robot machines. From the assembly line to the bedroom, wow, that's a long way, from what robots originally did seemingly only yesterday. An aid for more production is what they were supposed to do. Now they have replaced people, one very well may replace you. Okay, you just got to hearing a poem I wrote a long time ago. We did, we did a show on robots, but I'm not doing a show on robots tonight. However, what makes the robots work is something that's called software. And there are instructions that tell the robots what to do. But we are using the software to help people find jobs. We're using keywords. We're using things that the machine finds for the human. Because the humans have gotten, either they've forgotten what they're doing or they don't know what they're doing, or they're using these tools to aid them. Because some of them have put people out of jobs. So the recruiters, the personnel people, they're trying to find the best people that they can because us humans have created this software in order to help you find the right person. So with the job fairs going on and people saying we can't find qualified people, I just got you telling you I think I know why. I'm going to say it plain and simple. The keywords are fine, but humans have to write them. The difference is, is when you show up and you open your mouth, you may not be the fit that the computer said you were. That's why we cannot find the qualified people. Because when you get down to the real humans, that's when we have to look at you and see you and see how you act and how you sound. And that's where another human determines you aren't qualified. We're not, we're not a piece of machinery. But you are not qualified because the other human sees that. And so we're working. I'm, I'm going to say we because I'm a part of this, this society. We're working on software that has facial recognition and all that sort of stuff. They're having a lot of problems with it because the software can't identify a person's color, ethnic background, and all that sort of stuff. But they're working on trying to do it. It's very difficult to have someone who doesn't look like you and you're trying to paint a picture of what they look like. That's something that the software may not be able to do. But the software is never going to be able to handle your personality and handle your behavior and your mannerisms and all that kind of stuff. All that sort of stuff happens in person. That's where networking comes in. Happens in person. And so the things that I talked about, I'm just going to get started on, on, uh, on one. We're going to go to the break, but I'm going to get started. First one I said was, what is networking? You hear that term a lot. People use it a lot. I'm not sure everyone knows what it is. And I may not know, but I'm giving you my rendition of networking because this is what we teach our people because I'm in the training business. Anyway, networking is the exchange of information about you. So the listener can think of jobs that you can do and people they can refer you to as well as remember you. That's the purpose of networking. It's to think of, it's, it's for the listener. It's not for you. It's for you to tell whoever's listening, exchanging, you know, who are you, what do you do, what do you want to do, and hearing from them, who are they, what are they doing, what do they want to do. It's exchange of information. It's two-sided. It's you telling somebody who you are, and I like to call it your story, and listening to them tell you who they are, what they're looking for. The reason for that is because 
most likely all of you can remember, maybe most of you can remember, people have been asking you probably, been, probably since you've been aged three, four, five years old, what do you want to do? And if you can, can, can identify what people are asking you, what do you want to do? It's very important to clarify that not, they did not ask you what title you wanted. They asked you what do you want to do. And so I'm saying that you used to tell people what you wanted to do when you were younger, and you stopped telling people what you want to do, but yet the question is the same. What do you want to do? And the purpose is when it's always going to be followed up by what do you know how to do or what's your background? And so when you tell people your background, it should be your story. And your story is about you. It should take about, a, I'm going to say, 45 seconds to a minute. Because you want someone who wants to hear you. Someone who says, tell me in 30 seconds, they don't want to hear you. Because someone who says, tell me your background, they want to hear you. Okay, so networking starts there because it starts with what it is. It's the exchange of information about you. And you want to be able to say who you are and your background. I'm going to say 45 seconds to a minute so that when you stop, the listener can ask you some questions about what you told them. That's how they're going to be able to help you. They have to ask some questions. If they don't ask you any questions, then maybe you told them all they wanted to know and they didn't want to hear any more. <laughs> or they may want to ask you a question. When it gets to a question, now you're communicating. When it gets to a question, now you're being interviewed. So that's what networking is from my perspective. I have, I'm getting ready to produce a book. It's going to be online. If you look if you're watching me do the show, i got two books on my table right now. There are two books that are out there. They're on Amazon. They're on my website. One's called The Purpose of a Resume, and the other one is called The Purpose of a Cover Letter, and the other one is called The Purpose of Networking. The reason being is because it's probably going to be a little different than the way you were taught what it is. That's why I'm telling you some things that it is and maybe not telling you all the other things that it isn't, since many of you have tried that. But when the, when the employers are saying we can't find the right people or qualified people, maybe you should go to your network. And all of you have a network. And so, so the next thing on my list as far as the network is how do you get started? And I'm going to say I think it's pretty simple. It starts with a hello or how are you or who are you. That's how it starts. It starts with you being first. Not waiting for somebody to come to you, but you being first. Being first has many advantages. Number one, it starts to give you some courage. It starts to give you some confidence. And I talked about, at the start of the show, I played this, this clip by President Trump uh, who mimicked a person with a disability. And I thought it was the greatest thing that could ever happen because he showed how humans look at other humans. Everyone else wanted to complain about it as if we still don't see you. And some of you really think we don't see you when you're told the same kind of information. Don't put it on your resume. We see you. And so, so I want you to know that when you are networking, it's based on us seeing you. And believe me, you want to be seen because you need to know how we perceive you and how we see you. That's how come I started the show out by saying for all you new people, come watch me do the show. 
I want you to look at my color, my scars and bumps, my age, all that sort of stuff, because I know you see it. But more so, if you heard my background, you would know that somebody's been choosing me to do those things. Somebody will choose you if you allow them. That's how you're going to grow. People are going to choose you. People have been choosing you. So in case you think you did it all by yourself, go look in the mirror and realize you did not do it by yourself. And you will never do it by yourself because we have to accept you and choose you. And you need to find out what do we want to choose you to do. And the only way we're going to find that out is when you tell us what you want to do. They're going to ask, what do you want to do or what are you looking for? <laughs> Anyways, but I want, I, I want to get something clear on the language. When they ask you what do you want to do, you should tell them what you'd like to do. You always thought about doing, dream to do. Because that's your background is going to support how far you've gotten so far. When they ask you what are you looking for, that's probably one of the worst questions out there. Because you looking for anything you already know how to do means you're going back to do it again. And you know a lot of people, they've been working 5, 10, 15, 20 years doing exactly what they want to do because they keep going back to do what they want to do and always trying to figure out how do they get ahead, get raises, promotions. You can't go back doing what you already know how to do. And if you do, then you don't need us. If you want to to do things you never thought of that we're selecting you for, then this is how you're going to grow. <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's, that's that part. But again, I know our time is running out, so that's how you get started in networking. You learn to speak first, and you learn to be first, and you learn to step out there because we see you anyway when you don't step. It doesn't matter. We see you. But anyway, that's enough for me right now. We need to hear a couple words from our sponsor, Gene Hodge and Employment Opportunity Hour, trying to cover networking to help you find something that you will enjoy because we say so. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. educators and teachers have you heard of the thinking academy are you interested in helping your children or students become better critical thinkers do you want a guaranteed solution to real educational reform if so get the new book called the thinking academy authored by professor david martin and irv shine this informative book describes real educational reform how any school may become a thinking academy how thinking strategies relate to common core in the curriculum how teachers and parents can be trained, and much more. Would you like to have a school where thinking processes are behind the basics of all subject areas? To purchase the book or get answers to your questions, just contact Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email ischein123 at cs.com. That's Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email ischein123. 123 at cs.com. That's I S C H E I N 123 at cs.com.
If you have a disability or know someone who has a disability between the ages of 18 to 65 that is collecting Social Security disability payment, but you would like to get off the Social Security and get a job where you can be self-supportive making enough income. Well, I have a way of doing that to help you. If you have an interest or know somebody, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. At theopportunityhour at gmail.com, especially if you're in the greater Tampa Bay area, but if you know of anyone, period, this is a national program designed to help people with disabilities to get competitive paying jobs. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke, but also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, it's to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Look here to find that purpose. You got one. You got a purpose. And I say this on most shows. It's all the things you find yourself doing when you aren't working. Unless you got a happy job. And so you have a purpose. It's all the things you find yourself doing when you aren't working unless you have a job that you really enjoy or have had jobs and have jobs that you enjoy. So it just keeps getting better and better as you get older and older. But anyway, we're talking about networking tonight. And the purpose is to bypass the, the comments whereby the employers say they can't find qualified people. In reality, I'm going to tell you a secret. It's not the employer at all. <laughs> It's another human being. There's no such thing as the employer. The employer is the one who owns the company. We hire people to represent us. So all the people at the job fairs, most likely you're not going to see a CEO or president of a company there. That's a small company, but the large companies, they send representatives who represent the company. They are not the employer at all. They're a representative of the company. And so, so I want you to understand they have a role to play to make the company look good. And so this is why you meet them at the job fairs and stuff. But I'm suggesting networking because this is how they can find the qualified people. And I'm going to give you some steps right now. You might start the show out by saying, what is networking? I gave, defi- I gave a definition of what I believe networking is and what we teach our people. And the second thing is, how do you get started? And I say, basically, you get started by saying hello and something like that. And the reason is because most likely people are going to ask you what do you want to do. 
And it's always going to be followed up by what's your background. Now, for those of you not sure of networking, I'm going to give you the answer to starting your network right now. If you got, if you need it, pencil and paper, it's fine. But I'm going to give you the answer. You can listen to our podcast later on and get it again. The first thing is to write down 10 people you know. And it's just that easy. The 10 people you know. And the first thing I want you to do is look at your age. Look at how long you've been living. Look at the number of people you know. I didn't give you any parameters. I just said write down the names of 10 people you know. They could be first names, nicknames, full names. Because right now all we're trying to do is jog your memory. you got time to go back and fill it out later on. Just 10 people you know. I didn't ask anything else other than that. Write down the names of 10 people that you know. Because number one is because they know you. But they know what you look like. Sound like. They know your behavior, your personality. They see you, have seen you. Okay? So these people already know you. That's why you write down the names of 10 plus people that you know. Second thing is to write down the the names of 10 people that are co-workers of yours or that you've worked with in your past. And the reason is because they know your work habits. They know whether you're a team worker, whether, whether you know how to share, you know how to help, you understand being on the team, you understand working together. All of that happens because of people you've worked around in the past. And again, I said, look at your age. And so if you're 20 years old, you got a few. If you're 25 or 30, you got many. If you're 40 or 50, you got more than you ever need. However, if you use them all, you'll have a job tomorrow. It's almost just that simple. And the reason it is because you know people who've gotten jobs because they knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody. You already know that. It'd be different if you didn't know that, but you do. And if you do know that, then why would you ever fill out an application? Well, that's what the, what the software does when it chooses certain words and you're struggling hard to put in the right keywords and all, and then you show up. <laughs> anyway, so when you get surprised, look in the mirror and say, part of it is your fault. Okay, don't blame the employer or the representative because they got what the, what the computer program gave them. They just didn't give them a human. They gave them some words. You know, some credentials. They didn't give them you. Anyway, so I like to have you think about that. And the third thing I like to have you write down are 10 people who serve others. The names of 10 people who serve others. Again, could be full name, last name, first name, nickname, doesn't matter. But people who serve others because they know a bunch of other people. It could be people as simple as the grocery store clerk or the mailman or the pharmacist or the lawyer or the accountant because they have access to other people that they can now go tell people they have a friend or a contact who's looking to do something. And so if you wrote down that, you would have 30, 30 people just in this exercise. If you went to those 30 people over the next week or so, and you told them you're looking, what you were looking to do and what you would like to do, then that's all the information you gave them along with your background. And so if you are in control of what you're giving them, that's all they can react to. 
And so if you tell them what you'd like to do, because they're probably going to ask you anyway, then tell the world what you'd like to do, like you used to do when you were three, four, five, six, seven years old. And in case you forgot those days, go ask any of your nieces, nephews, or children what they want to do, and they'll tell you. Okay? And difference is, it's always going to be out in your future. It's always going to be something you'd like to do. The difference is, you don't know what title to put on it. We do. The only title you know of are titles in your past. That's why people keep going back to do what they already know how to do. And so when, by, okay, so when the question comes up, what are you looking for? And you mentioned a job title. You just identified one job out of the zillions of titles out in the universe and on the planet. You identified one based on what you've already done before. And in most cases, the answer is pretty simple. You could not have predicted what you would have done so far, so why would you want to predict what you want to do next? That's our job to help you, because then you'll be happy, because you would have told us what you'd like to do, and we found something to help get you there. And it doesn't stop there. It takes you through life so that you get more encouragement, you get more pay raises, you get more money, you get more self-esteem, and you get more knowledge to pass on to others. Just like I'm trying to pass my knowledge on to you. And so this is how you get it. It comes from us buying into you. It comes from us identifying things that we think you can do. And that's how it all started because somebody hired you in the first place and gave you something to do. Anyway, so that's, that's what I'm going to just say to that. If this is how you identify your network. And some of you may have thousands of people that you can contact. Never mind 30, because based on your age and time and where you've been, a ton of people know you, and you probably know a ton of people. The difference is they can see you. Okay, They know what you look like, not a machine. The machine was never going to be able to identify your personality, how good you are, your character, all that sort of stuff. Okay, so, okay, so you want to talk human to human and show up in front of humans. Now, the other thing I said was... Well, how do you get people to remember you? And I know that our time is running out, so I think we better go to a break. But I'd like to have you stay tuned because you're going to meet a bunch of people, especially at job fairs. But the question is, how are you going to stand out out of the hundreds of thousands of people that they're going to meet? I got a couple of tips for you that well, that's going to make that happen. <laughs> Anyway, Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour, giving you some tips on networking in today's times, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. 
Listeners, I have good news for you to help our entrepreneurs out who have appeared on the show. If you need business cards or web development or app development or printing needs or network security type work done on your system, I have the right contacts for you. Just send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com and I will connect you with the proper people to help you out. I look forward to hearing from you. Tell them that you heard about it on the Opportunity Hour. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly, free employment seminars for the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 888-293-4802. That's 888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Look here, right here, on the Opportunity Hour, the Employment Opportunity Hour. Look here to find out what that purpose is. I tell you on every time we hear that, we know what your purpose is. It's all the things you find yourself doing when you aren't working, unless you have an enjoyable job. And if you have an enjoyable job, I want you on my show, because I want you to share tips to help others find something that they enjoy doing. Because when you enjoy doing what you're doing, you're naturally productive and your morale is higher. And I just believe if we could place or find the right positions for the right types of individuals, everyone will be more productive and happier. But so wouldn't your employer because now their productivity has gone up. they got happy employees. And guess what? They'll pay you for it because they're looking to pay. They're willing to pay you to help them become better. Some of you out there, you want pay for less, but that's, that's temporary. It's going to run out sooner or later. Anyway, I've been giving some tips on networking in order to meet the needs. So employers are not saying we can't find qualified people. I'm saying stop filling out applications. Stop using the Internet. We're going to slow down on it. Start using your network. Start using the people who already know you, see you, because they know what you look like. I started to show out by saying, we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side. We see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. And I want you to be proud of how old you are and proud of what you look like because you can't change it anyway. But I want you to know that your experience shows because somebody's been choosing you. Just like I shared, somebody's been choosing me. Don't hide anything. You experience workers I want you to get paid for your age, and I know there are lots of employers out there. They're looking for seasoned people. You just may not know where to look. That's all. And so I want you all to understand you are gifted with what makes you unique. Somebody's willing to pay you for that knowledge that you're carrying. (laughs) Anyway, I was talking about networking to bypass the Internet not so much the internet, but we're completing applications, seeing out a bunch of resumes and all that sort of stuff. I've been giving out some ways of getting the jobs that you want simply by telling people what you want to do. Let them come up with the titles instead of you coming up with the titles. Anyway, so I went through I went through what networking is. You can hear about this on our podcast. Anyway, 
what networking is, how do you get started at networking. You're going to identify your network. And now I'm covering how can people remember you? What do you need to do so that somebody remembers you, especially if you go to a job fair or something like that, they meet hundreds or thousands of people. How does one individual, how is one individual going to remember you? So I'm going to give you a couple tips. Number one, ask a personal question to the individual. Look him in the eye and ask a personal question, maybe something physical, like, like where did that scar come from? Because they know you see it. Maybe you ought to ask a question about it because if they know that you see that, then they know you're looking at them. They will remember you. So that's how you get people to remember you. I sort of stubborn sometime, and so I know that you will remember me because of the stuttering. Use what you have to your advantage. If you have a limp, I got a good friend of mine, and the way we met was because I was looking for some people to join my team. This guy with a limp shows up. I asked, I basically said, you got a limp. And the guy really got, you know, he really freaked out on me. And then I told him, I said, everyone's going to notice that. And this big smile came over, his, over him. And we've been friends for about six, seven years because of what we see that people are afraid to talk about. Anyway, so so we see you anyway. So... Ask a question that identifies something physical on the person that cannot change. It could be scars, bumps. It could be your weight, height. Something that they cannot change. Anyway, so that's one thing. Ask, ask about something that you know that they see. I mean, if they know they got a scar, then ask about it. Because they see it anyway when they look in the mirror. They can't hide it. They got a bandage on. If they got a bandage on something, ask them about it. Because they would appreciate that because they will remember you. Okay, so anyway, so anything that's physical that stands out that they cannot change, you want to ask a question about it. You can always change your clothes, so that's not a good one. You can always change your hairstyle. That's not a good one. Something that they cannot change that you see. Ask them about it. That's going to start a conversation. <laughs> anyway, so, so you just, at the start of the show, we had President Trump, you know, who mimicked a person with a disability. America kind of got all over the guy. I thought it was one of the greatest things that could have happened. He identified what all of us see that we keep hiding. <laughs> anyway, you can hear that clip. <laughs> you can hear the clip on the podcast, or you can just go out and, Find it somewhere, President, uh, talking about a person with disability. I said either it was genius or the person was totally ignorant or something like that. But the bottom line is he gave us a chance to see what all of you see, but you act like you don't see. And I want all of you to know we see you anyway. Anyway, so now the fourth thing before our time runs out, and our time is just about ready to run out. But anyway... There's some things I don't want you to do. Don't use any canned words like that's a that's a nice tie. Because everybody that's gone out on the internet or through school, they read some book and it says, Tell the person they got a nice tie on. Can you imagine the twenty people coming up saying you got a nice tie and none of them looked at you in the face? Or you got a nice jewelry. 
But that's what goes on when the other people are using canned words. Don't use any canned words. Use authentic words that represent you. Okay? Don't respect anything to happen when you're asking people if they can help you. Don't expect anything right away. What you want to do is plant seeds. That's all you want to do is let people know what you want to do. Because that's probably the only question that they're going to ask you. What do you want to do? And hopefully if you're at a job fair, if a person says go fill out an application online, hopefully you say thank you and walk away. Because that person doesn't want to help you, period. That person either doesn't have the knowledge or doesn't want to help you. And the reason for that is because anyone who tells you go to fill out an application, why would you do that when they're standing right in front of you and you're meeting them they physically work at the place you're trying to get into, and they physically know people who work there, and they're not telling you about it. That's just something I want you to think about, because I get kind of ticked off when I hear stuff like that. People say, people say, go, f- <laughs> people say go fill out the application. <laughs> but anyway, that's not helping you. You can do that without them. You can do that anytime you get ready. Anyway, so understand these things so you don't have to worry about the people who rely on the software and they can't find the qualified people. Anyway, but, but I'm also going to suggest if you're looking for employment, don't fill out any applications. Okay? I'm going to say don't. Use your network because you already know people who have gotten jobs because they knew somebody, knew somebody, knew somebody. But the application is a generic form. It can't describe you at all. All the people you get in front of can describe you. And that's why I say get in front of people. Let them see you. Anyway, so our time is just about running out. I got one more clip that I want to play for you. It's a clip. It's out of what do you desire? Because they're going to ask you what do you want to do. And I'm going to ask you to think about what what would you like to do, even even though you don't know what it is. But anyway... I'm going to, this clip is by a person by the name of Alan Watts. You can find him out on YouTube. Any of the three-minute clips you can find, I suggest that you go check them out. But anyway, we got one that we're going to play for you. It's out of What Do You Desire? And if you got it, let it go. What do you desire? What makes you itch? What sort of a situation would you like? Let's suppose... I do this often in vocational guidance of students. They come to me and say, well, uh, we're getting out of college and we haven't the faintest idea what we want to do. So I always ask the question, what would you like to do if money were no object? How would you really enjoy spending your life? Well, it's so amazing as a result of our kind of educational system, crowds of students say, well, We'd like to be painters, we'd like to be poets, we'd like to be writers, but as everybody knows, you can't earn any money that way. Or another person says, well, I'd like to live an out-of-doors life and ride horses. I say, do you want to teach in a riding school? Uh, Let's go through with it. What do you want to do? When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. 
You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. And after all, if you do really like what you're doing, it doesn't matter what it is, you can eventually turn it, uh, you could eventually become a master of it. It's the only way to become a master of something, to be really with it. And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So don't, don't worry too much, that, that's, uh, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others in. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like in order to go on spending things you don't like, doing things you don't like, and to teach your children to follow in the same track. See, what we're doing is we're bringing up children and educating them to live the same sort of lives we're living in order that they may justify themselves and find satisfaction in life by bringing up their children, to bring up their children to do the same thing, so it's all wretch and no vomit. It never gets there. And so, therefore, it's so important to consider this question, what do I desire? That's the end, and it's time for us to go Hopefully we've said something to help you, and I hear the music. It's coming. What do you think? All the things you find yourself doing that you enjoy doing, you literally have been doing it your way. And you'll keep doing it your way. I'm just trying to get you to understand we can put titles on that and pay you to keep doing it. That's what the employment opportunity is all about, so you get paid doing what you enjoy. That's all I can say. This is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Go out and tell everybody what you want to do. They're going to ask you anyway. And give us a call back and share something to help somebody else. Gene Hodge and we're out of here. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City. FM 102.3. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen. F-16 crash, Meredith.